0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to The Best Football Show, hosted by Elliot Shore Parks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Friday, August 18th, and this is The Best Football Show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button for auto downloads and make sure you leave a five star review to help the show grow. Today, we are going to continue our rankings of the Eagles, Cowboys, and 49ers position by position. We've done the offensive line, we've done the wide receivers. Yesterday, we did the quarterbacks, obviously the most important of the three rankings. But today, we're going to get into perhaps an equally important ranking the head coaches. And I think that sometimes, while we all know head coaches are important, We underrate them when discussing rosters and which team is better. Let's take the Super Bowl, for example. In going into the Super Bowl, the Eagles versus the Chiefs, everybody said, yes, the Eagles roster is way better. Of the 22 starters, you know, 17 would be Eagles. 1 through 53, the Eagles have the better roster. What people failed to realize was, and this is in no way a shot at Nick Sirianni, the the Chiefs had arguably the best head coach of all time on their sideline. When people look at the Chiefs and they go, look at what Patrick Mahomes does without great receivers. or You know, obviously it's Travis Kelsey, but no great receivers, no great running back. He has a fantastic play caller, a fantastic offensive scheme designer, a fantastic head coach on the sideline. That is a straight-up weapon for Patrick Mahomes. Like, if I was Jalen Hurts or if I was... um. Dak Prescott. Let's take Dak Prescott. I would give up, you know, Brandon Cooks and and, and perhaps even CeeDee Lamb if it meant I had Andy Reid on my sideline. That's how important a head coach is when it comes to not only deciding the outcome of a season, but impacting how good an offense is and how good the quarterback can be. So when we talk about skill position players, we talk about the offensive line, those things matter. But when it comes to this year, between at the top of the NFC, the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the 49ers. The coach could be the reason that this is decided between those three teams because ultimately they will have the biggest outcome on the roster, the plate call, you know, situational football, close games, massive outcome. So let's look at the three head coaches of the top three teams in the NFC and let's rank them one through three. Let's start at the bottom with the coach that I would put third in these rankings, and that is Mike McCarthy of the Dallas Cowboys. Now, before we get too much into why I think he's third, because I know people love to rip on him, I want to start by saying this. I think he is an extremely underrated head coach. Yes, he has flaws. Yes, he has lost close games, and we'll definitely talk about that. But if you want to talk about just straight-up winning games, Mike McCarthy in his career has a winning percentage of 61%. He's 155%. 97 and two, so 254 games. He's won 155 of them with Dallas. He's been 50 and 30. Green Bay for everyone like, oh, he was way better in Green Bay. He had Aaron Rodgers, 204 and 105, a winning percentage of 62% versus 60%. He has been a head coach that throughout his career, if you play 10 games, you're going to win six of them, and you'll you'll say, oh, that's not that great. Andy Reid, a coach that I think is the best of all time, is arguably. I mean, is without question, actually, the best head coach in the league right now. And we saw what he did in the Super Bowl. He has a winning percentage of 64% for his career. Now, with the Chiefs, 72%. Obviously, he is winning a, a larger percentage there. But 64% of the games Andy Reid has coached in his career, he's won. 61% for Mike McCarthy. A difference, but not the type of difference you would think, considering the, the sample size. Mike McCarthy's not three years into his career. This is a guy that has coached, again, 250 plus games. Like he has coached a ton of games. So I would say that while Mike McCarthy has flaws, and while like situationally, and you know, the Dal- Dallas there's been games where they've lost because of him at the end, you are underrating McCarthy if you don't think that with him as your head coach, you are going to be in the playoffs. And I know for every franchise, especially the Cowboys, that is not where you you draw the line of success. But for most teams in the NFL, for 20, 22 teams in the NFL, making the playoffs is a massive goal for them. If you're the Panthers, making the playoffs would be outstanding. Houston, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, like, you know, I'm just naming all the all all the all the bad AFC teams. But ultimately, getting to the playoffs is not something just to completely look over. So with Mike McCarthy, while I would put him third on this list, I think people extremely underrate him. And sometimes he is, in my opinion, unfairly the butt of a lot of jokes because of the end of game stuff. Now that I've successfully, you know, kind of sufficiently said I think he's underrated, why would I put him third? One, I think he has an antiquated way of how he runs an offense. If you look at what they're, what they're expected to do this year, they're supposed to run it more. He's talked about how he wants to be more of a running offense. That is not how you win in today's NFL. They have Dak Prescott at quarterback, they have CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Brandon Cooks. If I'm an opposing defense, Every time they hand the ball off, feels like a win to me. I would rather see them hand it off than have Dak Prescott drop back. I know the offensive line has some issues. Dak has turnover issues. Ultimately, their best players are in the passing game. So if I'm a Cowboys fan, I am worried, especially now that he's going to be calling plays, that they're going to be running the ball way more than they should be. And it's interesting because when he was out of the league, you you know read and he talked about how he did all these studies and he got into analytics and all these things. And yet still... It seems like this year he's going to be running the ball a ton. So there's that issue with him. The other issue is I just do not trust him at the end of games. We've seen it. like He's not great with time management. He's not great with timeouts. I don't think when the pressure is on and the plays like are, are there to be called, he is great at it. Is he better than most head coaches? Yes, because he wins a lot of games. But I don't think that compared to the two head coaches I'm going to put ahead of him, he is an asset on the sideline on game day. I think he knows how to manage a team. I think he knows how to have a winning team. But you know, quarters one through four on a Sunday, I'm not sure if having Mike McCarthy is an advantage for the team that has him on the sideline. Because of that, I would put him third. Number two for me, and this is a hard one, between Nick Sirianni and Kyle Shanahan is a tough one. But for number two, I am going to put Kyle Shanahan. Now here, here's how, like, I'll just talk about them both right now. Here's what I see the differences between the two. First, they both deserve a ton of credit for how much they win. Kyle Shanahan has won a ton of games despite never having a franchise quarterback. Like he's had guys that have played good for a little bit. Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy last year. Like some of the things he's done with backups when they come in. He has had like successful quarterback play, but I think that's strictly because of him. I think his offensive mind and play-calling ability is perhaps the best in the league. Like I'd put him ahead of Sean McVay. Andy Reid, I still, still think, probably deserves that number one crown. But if you're taking a, a, a head coach where it's like, all right, for 10-plus years, and you're just taking offense into mind in terms of offensive system and, and a— confidence that your offense will be good I think Kyle Shanahan is probably at the top of that list you look at the receivers he's had I don't think Debo is an outstanding number one receiver I think he's an outstanding offensive player I just don't know if I view him as an elite beat man coverage every snap outside receiver Brandon Ayuk nice receiver obviously George Kittle great player and now they have Christian McCaffrey so they do have weapons but they have never had that number one dominant type of player with Kyle Shanahan and despite that They still win a lot of games. They made it to the Super Bowl. They win playoff games. They were in the conference finals. Like, they win under Kyle Shanahan. So he deserves a ton of credit for that. Nick Sirianni, limited size compared to Kyle Shanahan. But they've won a ton of games as well. And what's also impressive about Nick Sirianni is he he consistently exceeds expectations. First year, they were not supposed to be a playoff team. They make the playoffs. Second year, they were viewed as, you know, top 10, great roster. We'll see about Jalen Hurts. They were not supposed to make the Super Bowl, and they were not supposed to almost win it. They weren't supposed to be, you know, one of the best offenses in the league, MVP candidate, quarterback, head coach year candidate. They exceeded expectations. What I think Nick Sirianni is really good at compared to... uh Uh, compared to Mike McCarthy is I think Sirianni is an asset on Sundays in the game I think his time management is great I think his use of you know situational football and his emphasis on it throughout the week is great and what you see with Sirianni is when the games are close, right? Like when I think he makes right, the correct decisions. Has he always made them? No. And they have lost close games. But I believe that Sirianni on Sunday is an asset for the team. And I also think Monday through Saturday, you see how well he prepares this team. The Eagles consistently under Sirianni, since they started one in or two and five their first year, since then, they've been up 10 plus points in like 80% of their games. They jump all over teams. And with Sirianni, I think it's I think it's because of the culture he's built, but I also think it's because how he prepares and his emphasis to detail and his emphasis on situational football. So I think Sirianni has a strong case for being you know that that number one right there next to Kyle Shanahan. The issue I would say with Nick Sirianni is he does not call plays. I don't think he calls plays. So well, I know he doesn't call plays, and I and I think that's a problem because ultimately what Kyle Shanahan can do that Nick Can is, he knows that he's not going anywhere. Like he could go on his own will, but he's not gonna lose his play caller. Nick Sirianni, until he starts calling plays, is always going to be in the risk of losing his top play caller. You saw him do it with Shane Steichen already, and now he has a new offensive coordinator, a new play caller in Brian Johnson. Perhaps Brian Johnson will be great. Perhaps there won't be any, you know, bumps in the road on this transition. But it does hurt Sirianni that he is not the main play caller. I think there's benefits to it in the way that he is able to focus on certain details. He is on Sunday able to be completely present, on everything that's going on and not worrying about calling plays, I think sometimes with Kyle Shanahan, perhaps that's a problem. But with Nick, there is always that issue of potentially losing the play caller. Here's another thing I would say where you would probably lean Sirianni over Shanahan. For all for as good as Shanahan's offensive system is, and for as good as he has been create you know, kind of like uh, creating points with, with having less than elite talent. He does get his quarterbacks hurt quite a bit. Like, you look, his quarterbacks are consistently hurt. And while Sirianni has kept his quarterback healthy. Now, it's not always a play-calling thing. That's kind of a luck thing to an extent. But there is a track record under uh, Shanahan of him having trouble keeping quarterbacks healthy. You look at Trey Lance. A lot of the reporters out of San Francisco were saying, why are you running this guy up the middle consistently like like, like he's a running back or a fullback or something? And guess what? He got hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo, not... Obviously, a a mobile quarterback, but he's had trouble staying healthy. Brock Purdy, injured now because, and this is, look, not to get in the whole Niners-NFC championship thing, but he did put a backup tight end on arguably the best pass rusher in the NFL, Hassan Reddick, or at least someone that's in the top five. So Shanahan does have trouble keeping his quarterbacks healthy. For that reason, if I had to rank the three, as I talk myself through it over these last 10 minutes, as, as as I think it all out, I would go, if I was starting a team, Mike McCarthy, Kyle Shanahan, Nick Sirianni, because of the fact that Nick in his two years has already accomplished pretty much everything Shanahan has. I I trust him on game days, but I also think he runs an offensive system that keeps his quarterback healthy. And, you know, knock on wood, we'll see what happens this year. But I think the difference between the two is, and he beat him straight up in the championship game for what it's worth. But I would go number one, Sirianni, number two, Shanahan, number three, Mike McCarthy. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This has been another edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Definitely have some episodes for you next week. You know, break this down more between the Eagles, Niners, and Cowboys. But until then, make sure you download that Odyssey app. Make sure you leave that five-star review to help the pod grow. And I'll talk to you guys next time.